Um, so that's something really interesting that people should really look into, the master settlement agreement. And I think that creates a conflict of interest to where our government is getting a ton of money off of tobacco sales. And because of that, I don't know that they want those sales to decrease, um, you know, because this this whole hysteria is being disguised as a public health issue or a public safety issue. And why are cigarettes still allowed to be sold? You right. know, if, if it was something that serious where we know cigarettes kill half a million people a year, why are those still allowed to be sold? And this is intentional danger, Phil. Intentional danger, Phil. Podcast. Yo. You don't want it with these LFL type of hitters, interviewers and critics. Cats all about their business. Yeah, we put it out for every one of our listeners. If the topic's official, we get it popping like crystal. Yeah, we put it on. What you know about that? Sitting back in the lab, we can't on track. C3 mastermind, yeah, you know about cheese. Spit speech, unique. Still connect with the streets. See, Todd G makes the cycle complete. Round table like kings, 360 degrees. We on some whole other. So live, no one to cover. Nothing sweet, yeah. We bringing that heat. This is your first. It was nice, though. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. As always, your host, C3, alongside with Todd, Kabilius. You know what it is, Cannon on Beats. This is Intentional Danger, Phil. Special guest this evening, Jordan Crawford is back with us. How we doing, folks? What's cracking? What's happening, man? How you doing? Good, good, great. What's great up, to be guys? back. What's up, Todd? What's up, Cam? How's everybody doing out there? For those of you who have just joined us, we are a weekly podcast. We interview special people in the community, politicians, sports, athletes, just people doing things in the community. We do it on a weekly basis and we bring it to you live and uncut. So we'd like to welcome you back if you keep joining us. So one of the things we we've got to tie up some loose ends real quick before we get started with Mr. Crawford. Uh-oh. How was the Daz Can Two <laughs> basketball game? That is the question. Well, let me tell you like this: your stat line you're looking for didn't happen, but what I learned through it, it's not about the stat line. It's not about me. And I know you laughing, Ty. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. I'm going to tell you like this. When you step into that situation, it's an entertainment situation, and it's for the kids. The balls were flat. There was a deflate <laughs> game going on. I kid you not. And then the game ball had mad air. So it was what it was. It was entertainment. Um, I did my best. I didn't get a bucket. I didn't shoot a bad shot, though. Did you get a turnover? No, I didn't turn the ball over. Okay. My ball handling was good. My, yes, you know, good. my defense, good. whatever. You know, I, I showed up. Yes. Um, rebound? It, I got rebounds. Got you know what I'm saying? I tried, I got some assi- I tried to get some assists. Yeah. You know, the buckets didn't happen for the other cats, but yeah. we had a good time. How was the atmosphere? The atmosphere was great. 
the, the kids were there. Um, shout out to Sean Legend. Halftime show was great. The kids had a good time. He uh, performed, right? He gave, yes. He, he did yes. the, what's the name? The Daz Cantu song? Daz Cantu song. It was awesome. Um, my bench was 20 deep. Um, Y'all had 20 on the bench? Yes. And it was a lot of cats from here, there, Arkansas, um, Missouri, um, Ohio. Shout out to Amiri King. Um, cats from everywhere. It was a great atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? And um, the game, entertainment for the kids, like I said, buckets didn't fall. But the big thing was the point was driven. How was the uh, Harlem Wizards? They were awesome. They were awesome. Did any professional? Oh, man. Was it a lot? Those guys were professionals. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Harlem Wizards. They were professionals. They did their thing. Um, showed up for the kids. It was awesome. I, Jesse West. Shout out Daz to Jesse West again. Daz Can too. I can't say enough. But it was it was awesome. What did it mean to you to be there? Um, as a dad, watching Sean with his kid and watching my kids. Um, it's really important for the 50-50 parenting thing to, 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 to be there. Mom, dad, everybody's important, you know, and the kids do lose. So what Jesse is doing and continuing to do throughout the country and connecting with so many people, it's, it's, it's important. So get behind it, be a part of it. If you, if you are in these situations, you know, think about the kids, you know, and that's for me as a parent, as a father, you know. Very heartfelt from Habilius right there. Well, I want to know this, Habilius. Who got dunked on? Um, Somebody got dunked on. I don't even know his name, but <laughs> he, hey. We are we I, I made a friend with him on Facebook. Excuse me for not knowing your name right now, putting me on the spot, Todd. My bad. But no, not your bad. But if I, he's listening, if Jesse, if you're listening, tag him. Jesse got ducked on. <laughs> no, <laughs> Jess didn't get dunked on. Okay. But you know, everybody had a good time. It was very entertaining. And, you know, shout out to Jesse. Dads can too. Sean Legend, everybody involved, Lanford High School, Harlem Wizards. Yes, Harlem Wizards. Yes. Yes, sir. Great night. Great event. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad that uh, you were able to be a part of that and uh, represent yourself, your, your family, the city, and intentional danger field. Yeah, that's one thing I did do is um, I went out there and made sure I didn't embarrass myself, my family. My, my my podcasters, my fellow podcasters, um, you know, I represented myself proudly. But, you know, it wasn't. And what the other thing is, sometimes shared parenting is like playing the Harlem Wizards. Seriously, it is. 
you know, where you it's stacked up against you as a gentleman. And that's the point I do want to make. That's one thing I did think about, you know, after I played the game. You know, the the um the game is stacked against some gentlemen like you're playing against the Harlem Wizards. So let's think about that. You know, take that one home with you. Yeah, Bill, yes. So th I, this is what I, the hot topic has been about the vaping pins and the, the oils that are in the pins and the fruity tasting <laughs> trying to get the kids involved Again? 18 deaths maybe more yeah sure you've already been here um yeah but Continuing. we got jordan crawford in the building how do you uh what do you feel about that sure so um when you say that there's been 18 deaths, I think, you know, that's the most uh, drastic part of the statement. I think we should address that first. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it, it doesn't take much um, diving any deeper than the surface level to find out that the vast majority of the illnesses, the respiratory illnesses that have been occurring are not due to the flavors that you mentioned, you know, the fruity flavors. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's around 80% or so of them have been linked um, and confirmed to have been linked to um, black market THC cartridges. I don't want people to think that it's THC cartridges because the ones that are made, you know, from dispensaries that get testing done and they're made properly, they're not using the improper solvent to make these. Those aren't hurting people, but the black market ones are. So before we <coughs> go any further, sure. let the people know out there who you are and what's your expertise on sure. in this situation. Let them know what my bias is. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Well, because you, <laughs> you, you have a business where you don't think you sell the vaping. Yeah, things. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, I work at Upper Limits Midwest and um, yeah, it's a company that sells vaporizers um, and it's not just, you know, nicotine vaporizers. Um, there's also um, uh, dry material vaporizers that you could put um, herbs into. Um, there's oil vaporizers and concentrate vaporizers, you know, for um, things other than nicotine. Um, but they also do have an entire side of the building that does sell, you know, nicotine and flavored juice. And, and it's a it's a decent portion of their of their revenue. So um, it's fairly important to me. Yes. Um, but uh I don't think it's uh, hard to not let that get in the way of what the facts are. Right. So, because from my understanding, these are mostly street drugs. The ones yeah. that <clears throat> none of this is backed by um, any of the manufacturers that are legitimate. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, let's just be real. Everyone's seen like the dank vapes cartridges yeah. right right let's be real so there's no legitimate cannabis company that goes by dank vapes that's selling their cannabis with cartoon characters on it that are blatant intellectual property ripoffs of corporations right you know so and and it's a little bit of it is the fault of the populace you know if you're consuming something you really need to take into account what it is that you're consuming and where you're getting it and 
what's in it if you're inhaling it. I mean, because let's let's bottom line it. Nothing should be going into your lungs but atmosphere, but oxygen, neon, you know, hydrogen and, you know, so Mm -hmm. on and so forth. But, uh, you know, if you're going to do it, which inevitably people will, uh, you have to be responsible about it. And I think a, a lack of that responsibility is also partly to blame. I think it just is a little it's really like let's get this out here I mean we got people dying in mass you know shootings and then we have this it's kind of it kind of seems like we're trying to make this dead like as a because it's still not really legalized Nationwide. Oh, talking about cannabis? Yes. Sure. Yeah. And and I don't even think that this is necessarily a push to um, hinder the growth of the cannabis industry. Really, I don't. Um, if anything, I think it's a push to hinder the growth of the vaping industry. Um, what's really weird is that uh, um, nicotine vaping gets a ton of bad press in the United States. But if you go to countries where the government pays for the people's health care, it's weird how the story kind of switches up. Um, probably because the government doesn't want to be paying for smoking-related illnesses later in their populace's life. Um, So their doctors will actually recommend vaping to their patients who do smoke. Um, A lot of the doctors will say, um, and you don't have to take my word for it, I'm sure you can ask, um, if you've been smoking for a really long time, the best thing for you to do is to quit smoking, period, Um, even if that does mean switching to vaporizers. Um, And yeah, I just always thought that it's odd how the story can change depending upon what's at stake for the government. So, Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, what are the age ranges that come into your store? Oh, for sure. So the demographic. Um, so <clears throat> Illinois recently just passed uh, the Tobacco 21 law. Um, you guys may know that. Yeah. Um, so now you have to be 21 in Illinois to buy tobacco products. That includes vapor, uh, nicotine vaporizers, and, e- and even on the other vaporizers. Um, so anywhere from 21 to... Oh, geez. I mean, we get 80-year-old people that come in there. Um, I wouldn't say that the uh, that the largest demographic is the really, really high-age people. Um, our, our most populous, uh, populated demographic is probably, I don't know, 25 to 45. I'd Do you have right issues now. with underage coming in, trying um, to get you know, service? We did at first when the 21... Uh, law went into effect because um, a some kids didn't know. B some some people that are eighteen thought that um, we would let we would sell it to them anyway because we knew them. Uh, <laughs> but that's not how it works. So, um, but now that it's kind of the dust has settled when it comes to that, um, we don't even let people who are under twenty one come into the shop where I work. So, um, not so much anymore. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. And I mean, uh, there's been studies that have been done um, to see, is it is it these vape shops, you know, new vape shops, because it's kind of a new thing um, that are selling to minors and um, come to find out the vast majority of underage sales come from convenience stores and gas stations. I can believe that. Yeah. So I can believe that. Yeah. So who um, else? Right. Right. I can think of it. Um, I've seen it myself. Yeah, well, let's be honest. There's you certain the places that all the kids know. The there's little, certain places you, know, you can go. They yeah. look like little Legos, the little jewels. Sure, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, those, they're the jewel those, you know, cartridges. You don't even know what those yeah. are. Sure. But, you think, yeah. but to right. take us back for a second to the government and industry type of thing, what type of effect 
does the vaping industry have on big tobacco? Sure. So, um, and through and through big tobacco, through the effect uh, that vaping has on big tobacco, it hits the government too. So, so a lot of people don't know. Um, I believe it was in the '90s. Um, the federal government sued the tobacco companies um, for lying about the effects of tobacco. They actually ended up proving that the tobacco companies knew that they caused cancer and other uh, harm and lied about it anyway. So the government obviously won that lawsuit. And what was born out of that lawsuit is something called the Master Settlement Agreement. And what that is is the tobacco companies are allowed to continue selling cigarettes. However, a large portion of those cigarettes, um, uh, the cigarette sales, have to be spent on awareness and like research and um, you know paid to the government and taxes. So each state gets its own amount of tobacco money, um, and each state gets varying. Um, there's differing amounts that each state gets actually. Um, so that's something really interesting that people should really look into the master settlement agreement, and I think that creates a conflict of interest to where our government is getting a ton of money off of tobacco sales. And because of that, I don't know that they want those sales to decrease, um, you know, because this, this whole hysteria is being disguised as a public health issue or a public safety issue. And why are cigarettes still allowed to be sold? You right. know, if, if it was something that serious where we know cigarettes kill half a million people a year, why are those still allowed to be sold? We so. turn back the marketing. We take it off of the billboards, the, the television, <clears throat> the magazines, mm-hmm. and things like that. But like you said, we still allowed to be sold. Sure, and 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 even with the nicotine vaporizers, uh, one thing one thing that I do not like at all is I've seen um, commercials on TV for nicotine vaporizers. And it's illegal for you to advertise tobacco like cigarettes on television. Um, I, I do disagree with that. I do not think that vaporizers, um, nicotine vaporizers, anything like that should be advertised on television. Um, but at the same time, I don't think that vaporizers, nicotine vaporizers should be regulated the same as cigarettes. And, and that's kind of what's happening. So, so <clears throat> do you think there's an act? Uh, actual threat to the vaping industry or oh absolutely so there's a um piece of legislation that once the illinois legislature is back in session i believe it's mid-october that they go back in session um that they'll be deliberating on it's actually a ban on all flavors other than tobacco mint and menthol um you know don't quote me on that i'm pretty sure those are the only flavors that will be allowed um and, you know, I think that would do a huge disservice to the people who are trying to quit smoking um, because, you know, do some people that come in the shop for their first device, do they want a tobacco or a menthol flavor? Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's what I use. I didn't really um, smoke a ton, but I use a menthol flavor just because I like the way mint tastes. Um, but I would say 80 percent, if not more, um, want to disassociate completely from the taste of tobacco or menthol. And that is how they quit. That is how they're breaking their habit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've never really understood the the logic that fruity flavors are only for kids. I mean, I have a, a root beer right here. Who knows how many flavors are put into that to make it taste the way it does? I mean, vanilla, spice, you know, people like flavor. That's, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, so do I think it's marketing to kids to put fruity flavors, you know, into, into the vapes? Absolutely not. Um, you know, no one wants kids to have 
nicotine vapes. You know, there there are four people who do not want to smoke. Period. Those booth carts are putting the uh, commercialized things for kids to yeah to the advertise for them. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, like I said, you know, you can completely tell that this is not a push for public health or public safety because if it was, they'd be telling the truth about it. Um, they'd be telling people that, hey, these cartridges are what you want to look out for. Actually, today, uh, the governor of Utah, instead of putting out emergency legislation like other states have done and banning the sale of e-cigarettes, Massachusetts has completely banned the sale of e-cigarettes and um, uh, wax and flower vaporizers as well for four months. So effectively, destroying a ton of small businesses right you know that's an entire quarter of a year more more so than they're not gonna be able to do business but in utah what they've done is um he said uh told people to look out for the cartridges um the flavors can only be sold in vape shops since it's well known that convenience stores and gas stations are the ones who sell, who sell to kids um yeah just a, a bunch of common sense legislation that a, a ton of vapors were surprised to see so hopefully that creates a wave and people will be a little bit more logical and reasonable. I know I'm kind of all over the place, but what, what are some like what are the ingredients in the e-juice and things like that that would turn something from a dry herb in or a dry plant into a liquid that you could smoke? Sure, sure. So what I think we should do is create a little bit of separation here because um, the processes are vastly different. So um, I think what we should do is start with uh, nicotine e-juice. Excuse me. So nicotine e-juice, there's four ingredients. You have propylene glycol, vegetable glycerin, um, USP food grade flavoring, which is used to flavor like candies and give extra flavor to our foods. And then you have nicotine if you want. A lot of juice also has a zero milligram or a zero nicotine option, so it doesn't even have any nicotine to it. Um, That's it, compared to over 4,000 chemicals that you'll find in a cigarette. So, um, yeah, I think that's that's quite a big difference. Um, And if you look up things like propylene glycol, vegetable glycerin, they have long, um, confusing, and let's be honest, scary-sounding names. Mm -hmm. Well, if you've eaten or drank today, you have probably already ingested some because it's in everything from your toothpaste to barbecue sauce to your deodorant. Um, Yeah, you've already been in contact with it all day. You got Um, it on you, huh? Oh, yeah. You're you're so exposed to propylene glycol, in fact, that if you do have an allergy, um, they typically figure it out while you're an infant because... It's everywhere in the hospital. Um, so vegetable glycerin and propylene glycol have antifungal and antibacterial uh, properties to them. Um, so that's why they're used in a lot of uh, applications. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Yeah, that's another thing that um, also quickly dispels um, the the thought that vaping causes pneumonia. Um, you know, pneumonia is an infection of the lungs, obviously. Um and while I will agree that, yes, more moisture in your lungs can exacerbate it, um, the fact that, you know, propylene glycol and vegetable glycerin are antimicrobial, you know, I don't think that that would, that would cause it. If anything, I would think it would help, help it a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so secondly, now let's talk about the THC side of it, the, um, what comes from cannabis. So that is a much more arduous process um, that involves a lot more chemicals, that involves a lot more 
um, work. So first, what they would do is extract the THC or the oil from the cannabis, the flower. And then um, typically what you get from that process is a lot more gelatinous than what you can use in a vaporizer. Uh Um, There are some vaporizers where you can just throw that directly into it. Um, And then there are others, the ones that people are getting sick from, where it's mixed with a solvent that makes it thinner. And then they put it into a smaller cartridge that you can vape off of. Um, and that is what is um, seeming to be causing the illnesses. And do you have any kind of idea what the black market uses to to cut or to use it as a solvent that to might be getting people sick? Sure. So to be completely honest with you, if they're using the proper solvents, then no, people really, I wouldn't think that people would be having acute respiratory failure this is immediate this is like the kids you know they've been doing it for a couple days and then boom they have chemical burns on the inside of their lungs so it's just it's just weird um there has been talk of um lipoid pneumonia which is when you get a buildup of um if i'm not mistaking it's petroleum-based oils inside of your lungs um it interacts with the macrophages the, the cells inside of your lungs um, in a, in a fashion that makes it so you can't have the free exchange of oxygen, um, um, and also keep out debris. Um, and then what's weird is new news has come out about those chemical burns, which would suggest something completely entirely. There's also been news about, um, vitamin E acetate being found in a lot of the cartridges, um, which again is a, uh, um, a petroleum based, uh, oil, which you don't want to inhale. Um, so it's 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 hard to pin down one exact contributing factor, um, but it's the fact that this happened overnight that seems to be that leads me to believe that you know it's a bad batch of something illicit. You know the major e-cig companies they didn't change their recipes overnight. Mm-hmm. You know they've been selling the same thing for almost a decade now. I have been vaping for almost a decade now. I have not experienced acute respiratory failure. So yeah, there's definitely something going on, and I'll be happy when they figure out exactly what it is. Yeah, I, and I've heard a couple of different things like they're cutting it with vitamin E and yeah. to to get more, obviously. Mm-hmm. But well, and also to thin it, you know that's that's really what the solvents are for to, to thin, thin it to out. thin it out. Yeah. yeah, make it more like a liquid instead of a a wax or yeah. a gel. So yeah, I don't know. So. There is a real threat. I didn't know it. Like, I'm totally blown up because I, sure. I I didn't know anything about any of this. All I've heard is there's been... Vaping deaths. Deaths. Yeah. And I'm like, well, how many? Yeah. There's 18 of them. And I'm yeah. like, hey, it's serious. this is quick. It's serious. The, the, yeah. It's a the quick... Number, uh, it is. The number's risen since we, we've talked about it probably yeah. not just about two weeks ago. Yeah. And it was... Six, yeah, around there, yeah. Yep. So I, it could be more. I, it might. Oh, be yeah. More. I sure. I'm sure it went up today because and that I age mean, ranged. We say the oldest was what 45. Yeah, yeah. At that point, when we talked the other week, yeah, yeah. and it, you know, it was all over the place. Yeah, wasn't just the the young guys, or yeah. young kids. I'm saying, yeah. So man, so must be that cut. That there's definitely something going on, you know, and, and um, you know, some people will wonder, well, you only said 80 percent of them are linked to it. Well, a lot of these cases are people who are living in states where it's illegal. Um, and most of the time, if you're living in a state where um, cannabis is illegal, 
if you have concentrated cannabis, that elevates the kind of charge that you can get um, because of it. So like in Illinois, you get felony charges for having concentrated um, cannabis. And what's weird is I'm pretty sure we're a decriminalized state. So um, I would take that for what it's worth. Maybe that other 20% are people who don't want to admit to using uh, THC. Hmm. Or at least a sizable portion of that 20%. What about the new cannabis laws that are going to be in effect in 2020? What are your thoughts on that? The recreational cannabis Sure. So it's it's kind of hard to say um, because there's so much left that has to shake out. Gray area, uh, a lot oh of gray area right now. Absolutely. Um, so the the last thing that I read said that after the first, the Department of Agriculture has 180 uh, days to decide the stipulations in regard to like what the building requirements are going to be, zoning, and like what your employee practices are going to have to be and stuff like that. So feasibly i know people are going to be excited but um i would say you're probably not going to be able to get a hold of a steady supply of legal cannabis until 2021 Hmm. um just because of all of the stuff that has to shake out all the stipulations have to be made um i think springfield only gets three um recreational licenses and i know that we have three or four dispensaries in town, so they're medical dispensaries, and they're probably going to get first uh, dabs, first dibs on those. So. <laughs> <laughs> A Freudian slip, excuse me. <laughs> JC, uh. <laughs> yeah, and it, you're hearing about uh, the stats. You're hearing about the stats in. Uh, Cause you hear all types of stuff, man. I, I listen to a lot of radio and you hear, uh, senators talking about <clears throat> that the amount of homeless teens has gone up and that's the reason why we shouldn't bring it here. Um, in Colorado, they, they're saying that there's more homeless teens than ever. And, uh, that's one of the reasons they shouldn't bring it here. And they're saying it's because of cannabis. They're saying it's a direct, direct and proximate cause huh? from, from can I bus? Yes. Can I yes. Bus. Gotcha. Yes. Interesting. Um, well, right off the bat, I haven't seen what you're talking about, so I'd, I'd hate to comment on it yeah. and, and, and argue from ignorance. Um, but I'd, I'd, I'd be a little bit hard pressed to believe that. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. If a person has drive, if a person has motivation, if they're outgoing, if they're a go-getter, they're going to be that way. Um, It's not the plan. It's the person. I like to say a lot of the time. Um, So yeah, I mean, if you're lethargic beforehand, it's going to amplify that. I could definitely agree with it, but I mean, let's be real. Cannabis isn't going to make you homeless, man. You no, got to yeah. make some bad decisions to wind it's up homeless. That, it, Who told just, you that, Todd? I, I, that's what Senator, someone from Iowa said. That, that kind of sounds like something Donald Trump would say. Well, a, a little bit. It, I, it does, I don't put it past him. <laughs> you know? Have uh, you seen what's going on with him lately? They, they impeachment. Yes. Yeah. I, I, and you know what? Honestly, I haven't. 
It's well, don't feel bad. It's it's beginning stages. Don't get excited. Very early. Leave it to the Democrats. What are they trying to impeach him for now? So if I'm not mistaken, I think it's something to the fact he might have had Ukraine look into um, Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden's dealings. And maybe he stopped some foreign aid. He he said he was going to do that as leverage on a meeting or something to the effect like that. Little hand in the cookie jar. Cookie jar. Absolutely. Cookie jar. So yeah. I, uh, I've heard them say impeach so many times. It's exactly. like, it's not even a real yeah. threat. And he, like, he probably doesn't even, he like, well, I, 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 I'm, I'm about to get impeached to, uh, again. Well, this time he, <laughs> like, he, was, he was, he was a little more hot this time. He, yeah. he tweeted some cuss words. Oh, profanity. Yeah. He had he, like 60, he, he had like 60 tweets in like seven hours, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, he yeah, yeah. 60 tweets. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. This time they filed official articles of impeachment. So what that means is now the house of representatives is formally investigating Donald Trump. That makes it a little bit different. This time it hits a little bit different. But it's a long process, though. Extremely long. And it's not only is it a long and arduous process, but it's multifaceted. So a lot of people think wrongly that um, once he's impeached, he's out of office. That is not the case. Um, Once the House of Representatives impeaches him, um, they have to send that to the Senate, which... uh, remember, is controlled by Republicans currently. Yeah, he, he set it up. He, they did. And Mitch McConnell is not, uh, I don't think Mitch <laughs> McConnell would vote to have his uh, Republican president impeached, but that's just my feeling. I could be wrong about that. Maybe something comes out that's just absolutely egregious, and there's no there's no Something? <laughs> well, I, I think it's already happened. So, yeah. you, you know, you don't stop aid, you know, like you said, uh, you know, a couple of days before you make the call to that country and then, you know, mention, hey, by the way, I need you to do me a favor. Would you investigate Joe Biden? And I mean, and this wasn't, to my knowledge, I don't think this was an official thing. This was like a side thing. Right. Um, which that would mean that that investigation, which is a thing of value, would be an in-kind campaign contribution to Donald Trump's campaign, finding dirt on his opponent. That is is the law that he broke that they're trying to impeach him for. Well, I've heard I've never heard the word impeach used so much no, you're in right. my life that it's just hard to believe anymore. If you're gonna do yeah. it, get it all. I mean, you're just throwing it around like it's nothing. As much as I dislike Donald Trump and think that he is detrimental to the country i don't think that impeachment is the correct way to go not this close you wait they waited too long right they waited way too long there were he broke the emoluments clause who knows how many times previous to this so what is that so the emoluments clause is um um is a law that states that the government uh excuse me the president cannot benefit off of his position in the government and that has been blatantly proven to have been the case. I mean, the, the guy, A, he didn't release his his taxes, so he, who knows where his money's coming from and where he has his money invested. B, he has so many profits and so many, or excuse me, so many properties and so many businesses that he didn't divest from, as you're also supposed to do when you become president, um, that who knows who's putting money into those businesses. Hasn't he made, or pretty much, he can't make, but hasn't he had... Um, government 
business conducted on his own personal properties and had like Saudi Arabians stay at Trump properties. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And that would be a clear violation of the emoluments clause. So, you know, I, it's like you said, and I feel like most Americans, most Americans probably feel the way that you do. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard impeachment so many times. What, what the hell is impeachment going right. to do? Right. You know, so, you know, it's, it's one of those. It's like wolf tickets. You, you, you handle your business or you get off the pot, you know, and, right. and, and, um, yeah, the Democrats, I think are far past that point for the general populace. I hope I'm wrong. You know, um, maybe, maybe I will be, I kind of hope I will be. Um, but I think they waited too long. I think they waited too long and Nancy Pelosi just doesn't Mm. scare me. She doesn't seem like, I don't know. She just doesn't seem like that they're really making real attempts. Like you said, if you were going to do something, I think the move should have been a lot sooner. Yeah. Well, I think her position is the same as mine um, in a weird way. I don't think she wanted to impeach him. I don't think she did. She had to be drug. She had, they had to drag her to that position. Um, you know, um, the newer newer Congress uh, people, I think, have just made so much noise about it that once this happened, this call with Ukraine came out, that she f- thought she had to do it. So she was pressured into it. You think? Absolutely. Um, I mean, um, uh, Nadler. Uh, Jerry Nadler, I'm pretty sure is his name, is uh, um, also, I believe he's also in the House of Representatives. I could be wrong about that. He could be a senator. Um, But he is someone, um, a senior member of the Democratic Party who has pressured her to do impeachment. And I I get where that sentiment comes from. It's just that now the timing is all wrong. Who's going to run against him next next term? Because I think he's probably got a chance to win again. Oh, he definitely has a chance to win again, 100%. But who's going to run against him on which side, the Republican or the Democratic side? Well, I'm not even thinking about a Republican side. Right, the the Democratic side, I mean, Bernie Sanders, he just had a health issue. Yeah. A minor health issue. He's how old is he, though? Only four years older than Donald Trump. Really? Yeah, look it up. How old is is Donald Trump? Look it up. Look it up. So 71, 72? Oh, no, no, no. No, I think Bernie is like 76 and Donald Trump is 72. I think it's like that. But here's the thing. There's videos of Bernie Sanders playing sports and uh, you know, throwing the baseball around with his uh, grandkids and playing basketball even. He, he, he moves around pretty decent for a guy his age. And, he, um, and what he had, the, the, um, if I'm not mistaken, um, the procedure, it was a minor like they just had to remove a blockage or something like that in his heart. Yeah, a minor I, blockage. I think it was a a, a minor blockage, yeah. like you said. Quick, quick recovery and already already back at it. Well, we'll be back at it soon. I think he did have to cancel some campaigning. Oh, that was events. really sweet. That was really in the week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. early in the week. Sorry, misheard you. <laughs> I'm sorry. So no, no, you're fine. So who else is running along, alongside? 
who else who who else is viable or yes. do you want me to take the next 30 minutes to talk about all of the demog- I don't want to do that. No, no, but that's actually like viable. Viable? Joe uh, Biden? As much as I hate to say it, I think just purely based off of name recognition, you have to include Joe Biden in the conversation. Um, Elizabeth Warren? Elizabeth Warren, absolutely. Um, she's done nothing but climb in the polls. And, yeah. and although she's not as progressive as Bernie Sanders, and although I don't think she would fight as hard for the same things that he would, I do think that she would be a massive step forward for this country. Um, I mean, just go take a look at her her website. Oh my gosh, the amount of plans, um, the amount of detailed um, legislation that she has on there that she, in my opinion, could, um, most a lot of it she could easily put through through executive order. You know, a lot of it she probably couldn't. Um, it'd probably be a slow and long process with the Republicans still controlling the Senate. But man, just the ideas that she has alone get me excited. Um, and also Andrew Yang, I would talk about, I think Andrew Yang has a decent chance. Um, well, he, he, he will not win the nomination, but he will be in it for a while. And I think that that is worth something. He's an interesting candidate. He, he, uh, he brings some fresh ideas to the, the table with a, a young enough age on himself to understand the world that we live in right now. So, you know, one of the things he, he, he talks about the, was it universal healthcare or was it a universal payment? Universal basic income, universal or, basic yeah. income. Do you know what he was saying on that? Yeah. So he calls it the freedom dividend and essentially what it is is a tax on, I'm pretty sure it's a tax on businesses on large corporations, um, a certain percentage of the high, high upper class um, that would then give, um, all Americans of a certain, I'm pretty sure if you're 18 or older, um, at this thousand dollars a month, mm-hmm. um, which sounds nice and all, but I'm sure it's also going to disqualify you from any kind of free lunch program. It's going to disqualify you from any kind of, um, government assistance It's going to disqualify you from probably a lot of stuff. And that's one thing that I think, um, people should th- at least think about when, when he's talking about universal basic income. It really is the elimination of the social safety net. So, I, what is the, I, I I really don't understand that. Can you, is there more that he said any uh, about that or in terms of how how it works? Yeah, you know, I mean, you, you so you tax um, people that are making over a certain amount of money mm-hmm. um, a little bit more. And then you take that money and then just literally distribute it through government checks to the populace. Mm-hmm. To out, out, outlandish, right? Yeah. It's it's uh it's it's a different thought to everybody. But, but this is why he thinks that way. He's I, he's a uh, I would say he's a futurist. He sees that automation is coming because it, it really is, mm-hmm. and um, eventually we will have to ask ourselves. Do human beings who cannot produce any marketable value deserve to eat? Do they deserve to have shelter? Do they deserve to have clean water? Um, and they do, do they deserve to have their children educated? That's really where we're going to end up eventually because of automation. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a very easy answer to that question. Yes, just because human beings can't produce any market value doesn't shouldn't disqualify them from still having a basic sustenance level of life. And um, if you go and you look at um, Franklin Delano Roosevelt's uh, quotes about the minimum wage, that's exactly what he was talking about. 
He said, you know, no one should be working and not be able to afford a basic sustenance level of, of life. That's true. It's, it, it, I know when you hear that, though, people, that's a lot of pride swallowing. What? From, pride swallowing? Like every, you know, because. So people will say that, oh, the living wage isn't meant to be a living wage. Or the it, minimum beca- wage isn't supposed to be living. Because there's a lot of people who would be like, well, that's just not fair that I'm out here working. Well, I'm sorry, but those people are wrong. But <laughs> you know, you know, you're going to hear it because um, no, it, absolutely. Um, they're again, already upset. I would just refer them back to the history, and then um, because the history is clear on it, the person who put it into place is very clear on it. And also, you have to ask yourself that question: Do human beings who can no longer do anything in the workforce because let's let's be honest lawyers doctors um teachers all of those can be replaced and those are some of the most prominent positions you know all of those can be replaced by well, robots well we see it right now when you think about um being replaced you think robots taking over but we go to self checkouts all the time mm, i avoid them those are jobs exactly those used to be people absolutely that, they used to be a conversation mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, I met my wife at a checkout. You know what I'm saying? So mm. that that is replaceable. I mean, those that's robotic. Well, like you said, I avoid them too because I, re- I kind of refuse to go into a a store and check myself out of it when right. they have registers, right. but they just won't put anybody in there. And the messed up thing is it's always been rolled into the price of what you're purchasing. Yeah. So they want you to spend it. It's not like they lowered the, they don't lower the price of what you're buying if you go through the self-checkout. Right. So you are literally cheating yourself and your fellow human beings in your local community every time you use one of those. And I know that sounds drastic when I say that. Um, have I used a self-checkout before when I was in a rush? Sure. Absolutely. Right. But I avoid them as much as, as I much can. As it's a thought process. Like you were saying, Andrew Yang's, he's really good with the... Uh, the breakdown on the the numbers of how quick the automation is happening and the job loss that it's creating. You know, we can just think, just think of what Amazon alone is doing. Yeah. I mean, you see that you're getting your packages in two days, right? Sometimes you're getting them in one. So on a Sunday and they treat their people like robots already. So Airmail. It, it, it's how long will it be before the Black Mirror episodes in real life? I mean, it's I I think it's a pretty much already here. Like that's where Black Mirror comes from, in my opinion. Is it's it's an exaggerated view of oh, some of the episodes. Right, I will say that some of them are <laughs> wacky, yeah. but a lot of the more realistic ones are real snapshots in time of of where we're at and where we're going to end up. I think. Yeah, the, there's there's one with the whole likes. Uh, she's old. Like your likes is like your credit score. Yes. Okay. Okay. I did hear about this one. And it's yes. like, I've. I mean, isn't that just a, a different new, perspective of what it, it already is? It, it looks like it because, mm. like, you'll see kids in a in an area and they're not even talking to each other they're all on their phone texting each other snapchatting it's like is it coming like it it's almost here or even worse they're snapchatting people that aren't in front of them 
I've seen it. Yeah, it's like you, you have people right next to you. Interact. Um, that's something that I'm trying oh, to correct in oh, my daughter, actually. It's, bro, it's bad. Imagine us using dating apps in high school. Well, that would be ridiculous, Ooh. first of all. But I remember <laughs> when you were using dating apps, it seemed like you was kind of desperate, right? Yes, absolutely. What, oh, it, no, it, it wasn't that's, cool. That's, that's it when, when it people, wasn't cool to when do that. When people said I found my wife online, it, it was is. like a weird It, it wasn't cool to thing. do that. Yeah. Right. It, it still was, is. People assumed but, male but it, it's accepted because you're yeah, seeing more people. Just, just because it's accepted doesn't mean it's not cool. With stuff like Tinder, and say, and like Bumble, and all that. Bumble and twin and Twitter, or excuse me, Tinder changed a lot yes. of changed the game on them. Yes. So, but in high school, you have access to this. Is that's a that's a lot of grown up. Situation for that age. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm glad we didn't have that when I was in high school. Uh, I probably you, it wasn't, it wasn't needed. You're going to die. Soon. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, absolutely. Because Overload. You're going to mess around and mm. catch some. Oh yes. Because that's just it's just it's swipe left, did, swipe whatever right. Whatever you did times twelve. It's a lot of you're not access even, to anything you You're not get even your getting on. to practice your skill. <laughs> <laughs> your skill. The, the Hey, that is almost the elimination of the skill. Of It's a cheat code. I mean, it's it, a different skill. It's still it's still it's a necessary it's skill. If we're going to turn into robots. It's a cheat code. It's demolition. Because it's the same it's, game. It's it, again. It's the same thing. It's automation. It's it's remove having to do all this other work and mm-hmm. go to the store and Basically. shop that way. You, you, You're getting. You don't have to go to the club. You don't have to go anywhere to meet any of these people anymore. You can just look, browse through it. Mm-hmm. Catalog style. It's, hey, look. What's what's on yep. demolition, man? It <laughs> Phoenix. Oh, that, that's the Black Mirror. Exactly. Effect. Like based on your personality traits. Sure, the things you that up? you, yeah, the things mm. that you that, that you've chose you the be. algorithm that you like. Ooh. Okay, this other side of people like this too. Look at their pictures. I'm mm. telling you. Right. It, did, what was the? Uh, but that's convenient for you, though. It is. Isn't convenient. that what you want? It's too much. It's so too much that, access. Is, is, is that too much, or isn't that not too much? Because isn't too much going through everything, looking for what you're asked? Actually, it's subjective. It's going to differ from person to person. Yeah. So. See, fast food comes to your house now. Look, it's going to the the. It's, it's not it's not just convenient to go through the fast food line. It comes to your house now. Yes. It's going to be like the, the girl from Demolition Man. When she was like. The Taco oh, you, Bell is done by you, robots. We, we use the three seashells. Yeah. yeah. Now. <laughs> what is that? It's not toilet paper. It's the three seashells. She was over there tripping. Mm. You uh, murder, death, kills. <laughs> There's been zero murder, death, kills in ten years. <laughs> they got rid of it. 
Yeah, did away with it completely. Demolition, man. I hope it, I hope it don't come uh, to fruition in this because oh, it's crazy. That was such an eclectic movie. That was really <laughs> weird, really weird stuff, really heady stuff. So on a, a, a different side of a, a that type of scenario would be more of a what's the Johnny Depp movie where it's sort of a play on Ray Kurzweil and. The emergence with humans, so you can transfer your conscience into a robot. Hmm. I don't. I don't think I've seen that one. Man, what's it called? Oh, what's it called? Um, that's some Black Mirror stuff too. It's not Interstellar. What's it? That's a. That's some Black Mirror stuff too. Cause I, oh girl, woke up in. Uh, she thought she was a real, but she woke up in inside of a computer and dude was just talking to her like, hey, you're you're in a computer. And she was like, no, I'm not. Let me out of here. <laughs> on Interstellar? St- no, yeah. on Black Mirror. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he fast-forwarded her life for six months, but in her time, it was just her chilling in there for six months and she was going crazy. Mm. And as soon as he turned it back on, she, she was like... Don't ever do that again. I'll do anything you want. Damn. So, I mean, what are we talking about here? I, I think you're talking about a little bit too much. I don't know. That, that's more that. I don't know how. What, how are you going to transfer your conscience into a robot? Transcendence is the name of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's mm. crazy. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's. I guess it's feasible that you could. Discussion wise, it's feasible. That's just so. It's just so much. I don't data though, and it's so much computing power. Um, you know, we don't. There's so much we haven't even mapped as far as our brains and how it works and what you are, what your personality is, what makes you you. Um, that we are millennia away from something like that. that. It's impossible. I don't think it's impossible. I, I just. How can you move somebody's soul? That's not what we're talking about. A thousand years ago, if I told you that leaving the atmosphere would happen, you would have said the exact same thing. Speaking on that, so what what does it mean to leave the atmosphere? Because we had a discussion for the listeners out there. You know Uh what we're talking about. We just talked about this. Exactly. (laughs) We just talked about this last podcast. It was called Out of Bounds. Sure. So so speak on what does it mean to leave the atmosphere? Oh, goodness. Well, what I meant in that sense for the sake of the argument was leaving, you know, what I would call the gravitational influence of of Earth. Well, maybe not even that. Just leaving, leaving where... So what we say the atmosphere is, is the thin layer of gases um, that sits right on top of the planet, right? Can we agree on that? I can mm-hmm. agree on so that. So I would say going outside of that, and I would I would even say um, you need to go a little bit further, too, uh, to get to, like, space, space. You know what I mean? Okay, um, you're sure. You know, maybe, I would agree to maybe that, Maybe you too. don't have to leave the gravitational influence of Earth, because that would probably be fairly far away, because... Um, you know, it just gets, it only gets weaker as you go out. So I'm sure you could get extremely far before that happens. But anyway, um, 
yeah, I think I get to get to space, space. I would say like like the moon, getting to the moon. If I told you a thousand years ago, we're going to go to the moon, you would have burned me at the stake. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You would have been like, oh, no, he can't be here anymore. He's <laughs> it's a travesty. <laughs> it's a travesty. <laughs> You're talking about leaving the firmament? <laughs> the heavens are not to oh, be touched. Exactly. You're going to poke That's a hole in the sky. <laughs> you will. And I. this is going to sound real messed up. But I have no scientific backing on anything that I think about it. I think it's out of bounds. I think there's a certain point in the sea. You can send stuff down there. And you can send stuff up there. But I think you're out of bounds. And what do you mean by out of bounds? There's an out of bounds point. You start feeling like you're getting out of bounds when you go to Mount Everest and keep going up higher, you're starting to get more out of bounds. You're just talking about your survival instinct. Uh, That's exactly what I'm... So, I don't... Again, I have no scientific backing on any of this, but I believe... I, I don't even believe we can... Or a human has actually been to the moon. I Maybe some stuff has been close... Mm. But us physically getting out, you're out of bounds. So what do you think you, happens to keep you, prevent you from obtaining sure. that moon landing? What would happen? You're talking to me? Yeah. I don't know what would happen, but I think you're... So that's like saying we can't go to the store. Why? Because we don't have a vehicle. Can we walk? No, I'm not going to. I but, Look, you can't go to the center of the earth, so why would you mm. be able to leave the whole world? Well, quite simply put, they're two vastly different things. I mean, you're talking about burrowing through rock and lava and mountains yeah. in high pressure. You can't go to the bottom of the, to the, like, us as people, there's too much pressure Without protection? Yes. But that doesn't stop us from going down there. <laughs> well, there's Sending level. things down there, not physical people going down there. Like, I believe you can... Obviously, we got satellites in space and yeah. all of that. But Constantly, human... There's a space station. People surviving these depths or these heights... I don't... I you just, know the space you know station is man. Yeah, who have 24/7. months... Spent months. They have a live feed. You can go and watch it. It's twenty four seven. Yeah, you can watch hey. the sun rise and set. I think it's sixteen times in one day. Wow. Hey, I still think it's out of bounds. At, yeah. Uh, for you, yeah. for you, it is. It is. It is because I just look, I, I, and I'm probably coming from a, a standpoint of. What I've learned through the Bible, uh, I'm definitely using that uh, okay. as an aspect. So when I said the firmament, you were you were being I, serious. No, I understand. Oh, I understand. Ah, uh, okay, okay. But I do believe you're out of bounds. Sure. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. Is it? I don't think it's far fetched to say, hey, you know, uh, did the first moon landing actually happen? I feel like that's a fair question. I definitely say, don't believe that happened the first time. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting. I, I won't I won't go into all that. But to say that we've never been to the moon, I think. Uh, I th- I think I don't I I would believe that we've at least been since then. I don't know. It, it it will is it will continuously be an unsolved mystery. But oh, I don't know about that because we have things that we've brought back from the moon that couldn't have come from Earth. I, I again I I'm coming straight. I believe it's out of bounds. You're done. <laughs> you, you, you're done. I, what with makes this? you think that? What makes you think that it's out of bounds? What in the Bible makes you think that it's out of bounds? Because, I, I mean, I have read the Bible more, so, more than once. Yes. So the people of Babylon sure. was building this tower, and they all was in one accord, and they mm-hmm. were going to not lose. Yeah, all spoke the same language. They was everything. all. Yeah. And God was like, hold on now. Y'all are trying to go. Further than any man has gone before, yeah. you cannot speak the same language anymore because it's you guys are going to go to you're, you don't have a you're going to go to to the top. Yeah, let me. If and I, what we already know when you go to certain heights without protection, you're going to not live. Sure. That's all I got. That is the what only thing. What does the protection part have? Do, well, to do with it? obviously you're gonna like you can't survive. Like you die, you can die going to Everest. You can die sitting in the sun. You're right, but I'm talking about the pre- like being that high. You can't breathe. I'm talking about the rays from the sun. What about like blizzards, tornadoes? What do you mean? Things that can kill you down here. Doesn't that make down here just as unsafe or up here? You can't chill up there. Like, we can chill down here and stuff like that. There's people that chill in the mountains. The Sherpas. The Sherpas. The mountains mountains is in bounds, The people people that guide people up all the way to the top of Mount Everest, they pretty much live on the mountain. I don't, I'm not disputing that. That's in bounds. Outside of... Well, into the blackness people that live on the ISS it's out of bounds they're living there though who the people on yes. the international space station i don't know if they're living there they are though <laughs> you can go to a live feed it's, of it right now i'm saying that can i'm saying that anything is possible when you have a camera they do so what about the science experiments that they do where they have um where they have created outcomes that can only happen in zero gravity of space Again, I have no. So I guess this my is question, a, my own bias. So like I, this is no, no. I understand. This is not going to ever happen where <laughs> you can convince me. You can so, give so me all not, the facts. So it's not logical. Then. Well, that's why I said he's done with this. This is oh, sure, I. Sure, sure. I, sure, I am sure. straight. Done oh no, no. I'm just. I'm just. It's. <laughs> I'm just so curious. I'm just so curious about it. It, it. I'm straight done with it. It's. It's out of bounds. Sure. No, no, there no, I is. I said it before. There is laws for the humans and what would that be so we can plainly state it for the listeners for the last time well let me ask you this if it ever comes to a point where 
certain areas of the earth become uninhabitable and then we influence the environment to then make them again habitable would would those areas still be out of bounds anywhere because we've influenced the anywhere area. on this walking earth is in bounds when you're talking about going to space or talking about going to the bottom of the sea. The bottom of the sea is on the earth, though. Yes, but and there's you, living creatures. You're down out there. of. You're getting to be out of bounds. So I believe there's. So you don't think humans should go anywhere that they couldn't survive, just exposed? Because that's just sea is level. that what you're saying? I don't think. It's not that I don't think they should go. No, shouldn't. They shouldn't go anywhere that they would die from immediate exposure, like the vacuum of space or the high pressure of the sea. Of the sea. Do I think? No. I Oh. I don't think I... You, look, you're talking to... I'm not... If there's a fire, I'm going to safety. I'm not going <laughs> to any vacuum... That can take me to interstellar. Like, I don't want to go there. I'm right here in bounds. Sure. It's, again, what he said. I've been done with the whole. (laughs) I've been. You can bring a scientist and he can bring me a moon rock and put Mm -hmm. it right here. And I'm like, bro. I hope you wouldn't. <laughs> I, I was just curious. I wish a different outcome for you. I, I would uh, not. That's what oh, is okay. that? What well, he said not, it was. You're out of bounds. No, I, that's okay. That's completely fair. I I think we should let you have that. It's that. It, it's our. It seems like it's important to you. It, it's done. Yeah. It, it's always. <laughs> it has been, but. And I, I gotta stick. To, I gotta stick to the guns. Why? Why? Well, when you learn something new, I have just you ever don't heard know if you I, should examine. Have you that. ever heard of confirmation bias? We had an episode called confirmation bias. Oh, did we, had a, <laughs> did we have an episode called for conf- sure. Did you yeah. did you discuss the definitional meaning though? I don't think we did. Uh, I don't know what we did. <laughs> well, that would present a problem. I don't, I don't know. I, what episode yeah, was that? It oh, was no. a clip of an episode. I spoke on <laughs> okay. confirmation bias going on, sure. looking just so, for your own yeah. I'm a pretty open... And let's not get this wrong. I'm pretty open-minded. No, no, no. I, w- I, I wouldn't think that you're not. But that... I'm closed. It's set. It's yeah. closed. It's, it's set. certain guns. It closed that... It's certain guns. It's certain We're guns, closed right. on Sundays. Just certain guys. Just like Chick Fil A, it's we're closed. And I'm, I'm, that's it. Okay, that's an instilled gun. I think we should let that be. <laughs> that's it. I think we should. <laughs> that's interesting. I'm glad I know that about you. I, 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 <laughs> so, so, do you? Are there any conspiracies that you believe? Me? Or, yeah. I definitely believe there's some. I mean, I think what I think what I just said is a conspiracy mm. to. If you if you keep saying that, well, what else do you believe, Todd? You believe the Earth is flat? Well, that's where I'm. I'm, get, I'm just going no, down. Some, I don't. Some I don't believe things. that. But I believe there's an out of bounds. I believe the Earth is. You, you can't. It, it's not flat. But I think there's an out of bounds. 
what is the out of bounds predicated on? Like what sets out of bounds? I guess that's what I want to know is like, what are the rules? Light years away. What's in the universe? What's in our universe? Is that real or is that made up to you? I don't, I think it, I think it is real. Again, I think we have the technology to be able to see out into space. Mm -hmm. I don't, do I think you can make it to the moon and, and back? So this is okay. So this is what we need to examine if we wanted to go down there, but we keep doing this and we might as well just hammer it. (laughs) We need to figure out the distance from here because I don't think you understand the distance between earth and the moon. I think you think it's further than what it really is. So just kind of quantify. What do you think that is that number? I I don't know. And that's probably, probably part of the reason why you're saying what you say how so how far is the moon we'll get it while we speak it's several hundred thousand miles if not if not a couple million so it it is far in the sense of like you know going across the country or around the world but it's not not far in the it's not it's no it's not far at all in the cosmological sense nowhere near like the different the the distance between us and the moon Compared to the distance between us and Mars, is ridiculous. I believe everything you guys are saying. I one hundred percent. It's no <laughs> doubt. So, what would it take for you to change your mind? A trip, a, a ride, a trip. So you, <laughs> so you would say. have to go out of I, bounds. I, yeah, so, a trip. but you would I have to go. win the sweepstakes of Elon Musk. <laughs> space, <laughs> space, SpaceX space is sending maybe. people. This is real? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I sent you the link. You didn't watch he it. He sent you the link. So, no, you no, didn't no, watch baby. it. I did. I sent it to watch it. I sent it to the IDP mm-hmm. post. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He sent it to me too, bro. You just didn't even look at uh, it. A Japanese billionaire. <laughs> did you get it? I was about to say what? A Japanese billionaire is paying for not only himself, but at least I believe ten to twelve other people to go on this trip. So and he's bringing artists so they can come back and Inspire their creations with what they if see. They're, I think agree. By twenty twenty three, something like that. I didn't. I don't remember yeah. the number. There probably is an out of bounds, but what I would hope that you understand is that every year, every decade, um, every century, every millennia, that out of bounds is going to dramatically expand. Two hundred thirty eight. Thousand nine hundred miles. That is less than I thought. Really, not that Hot, far. Say that again. Two hundred and thirty-eight thousand nine hundred miles. So, not even a million miles. No, two hundred ninety-eight. That's what I'm seeing. What is the rest of it? Two nine eight. Two three eight nine hundred. Two three. So two. It's not three hundred thousand miles. So it's not even three hundred thousand miles, dude. Not that far. Well, How, it takes the three days. What's the difference between... It, it what's takes the distance? three days to get to the moon? Yeah. What's the difference between Earth and Mars? If it was what? In the ship? Going at a, a pace of... It's probably around 17,000 miles an hour. Because that's about mm. to where you get when you once you get outside of the atmosphere. Canyon. Listen. Mars is between 33.9 million and 250 million miles away. So they're estimating it. That's how much further you have to go to get to the next planet. So the moon is fairly close, astronomically. That's why you get to see it every night. Yeah. Canyon, 
You can see Mars too with the naked eye in certain parts of the year. I I, I cannot to say it enough. It's out of bounds. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I'm that's sorry. Okay. No, it's so. <laughs> I just want you to know that you you are not as closed as you think you are on it. I'm definitely not. No, you're not. Because when I asked you what it would take to change your mind, if you were closed on it, you would have said nothing. Right. But you said a ride. So oh, yeah. And and, 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 and listen, yeah. listen. You I got one for I, you. I'm telling you, <laughs> I ain't going though. I'm leaving. I don't even want to go. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not go. I don't know anybody who wants to go. So I'd that's love to we, go. I'd love to go. Jordan, that is our goal <laughs> is to get you to go because I'm not going. Start a GoFundMe. Ooh. I, I need. Send Jordan to. Space. Yeah. And. And yeah. bring back a moon rock. Moon for, rock. Not bringing no. back a moon rock. Nobody's no. getting out. Nobody's no. getting out. You ain't getting out? out? Yeah. He's no, yeah, you tr- can't he, get out. He, he, I'm not getting back. a moon rock. Right, is yeah. this a drive by? You're right. I don't That's know what, this is. what would I have to what would I have to do? Because if I have you know anything can be done with the camera. You said so. What what do I do to bring I, back? To I you? believe you. Yeah. You're, you've been here twice. I believe. <laughs> I, I believe you. If you you go to space. <laughs> We need Jordan to go to space. We get, That's what we need. Get that I, GoFundMe I, I, I wouldn't lie. If it was fake, if there was a firmament and we crashed into it, I would tell you. I know you would because that's we was. I, I would know be surprised. You. I'd be like, oh my god, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, forgive me. <laughs> I'll turn into altar boy. <laughs> I believe you, and that's why we need to send Jordan Crawford to space. Oh man. And I don't know about all that. I think we but need to. I would tell you. I, I believe you. It's and the that's thought wh- that counts. That's why I, I need something real because I can't have somebody over here telling me this and it's not. So if you met an astronaut or an astronaut's family and spent some time with them and understood that they are real human beings, they are real scientists, and they go through rigorous training to be able to sustain what you call being out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Um would that make it more believable? Is it? Is it? Maybe you're just not immersed in the culture. I'm definitely not immersed of in the, the science. Cult. I'm definitely so. not immersed, so I don't really have zero history on any studies with NASA. Sure, not even NASA, but like well, or any of of any of that space agencies. Yeah, gotcha. none of it. Mm-hmm. I just believe from, from. I need to. Because the Soviets, they. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they were advanced in. They beat us to space, right? They right. the the first man to be in what we call space was a cosmonaut, a Russian cosmonaut. So again, but what was because we've been all over the place. Right. But for the purpose of keeping conversation together, what is space? Uh, I mean, again, as as soon as you leave the creature comforts of breathable air, I mean, well, not even that, because because you you can't breathe well before you leave the atmosphere. But again, I would just say the atmosphere. Once you have gotten outside of that collection of gases, once you're outside of that extremely thin layer of what we call air, you're pretty much in space. I mean, and there is, um, I mean, uh, almost uh, like a hard point because you do um, incur uh, an in- a ton of heat from the friction of passing through that those gases. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not a hard boundary, but there is a something that you hit as you go out of it. And that's why those spacecraft require so much heat shielding. Mm-hmm. What well, is proof of it when you 
mountain climb, like just say even when you go to Denver, mm. the thinner air, mile high. When you go into the sea, you feel the pressure. So you know there's the out of bounds. What about a plane? Because you're 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 way outside of where a human can survive, but you're still you're traveling outside of what I would say is the, I mean, you're, you're outside of the stratosphere, yeah. which is just before the last couple layers or the last layer. So you're in bounds. <laughs> even I, though, I, even though if I stepped outside of that plane, I would freeze the line and I would also suffocate still in bounds. You're, you're in bounds. So if I'm on a spacecraft that can go much further than that, I'm still in bounds. You're out of bounds. No, no, no. <laughs> How? The logic is so... Because, so, so the, listen to this, though. You're not out of bounds in any of these sports until you land on the ground outside of the line. That's true. That's what we're talking about. Sure. Again, you guys are... I I understand. <laughs> I know you do. I, I, I do. I know. I need your... I need you to go... You it, you need to go. I can't. My children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take them with you, so they so they oh succeed. No. Three, take no. y'all to space. Send send the girls. I'm to mad space. if we're going to to Florida. <laughs> so space is look. You're still going to Florida. It's just instead of going this way, you're going this way. Same, almost the same exact amount of distance. Like you would be definitely, you'd be pretty far. You're a couple hundred miles out of the eight hundred miles or so out of the, off the straight off the earth. If I can't, I can't look outside and it's. It's only sixty miles until you have leave you flown. the atmosphere. And it, this, yes, this is coming from a person who hasn't flown in an airplane. You haven't never. So that's oh, so uh, that I just yeah. right. Okay, so, so you need, okay, yeah, you need to fly. That's what. Yeah. Mm. It, hey. Even when I do fly, which I don't know, you're gonna see that you're out of bounds. Yeah. You're gonna see it because you do see it. It's a you clear line over the top out. of the clouds. We are let you we know. are out of bounds. It feels yeah. like that. It feels like it, but yeah. but I'm telling you, you you change your mind. I think. Well, I I need something real. I I need to be kicking it like and I like really. If I was kicking it with somebody that was about to go on there all day for like three days, mm-hmm. and then I seen them leave, yeah, talk to talk to them and their family, and see, you see maybe them I'll believe them. Maybe, yeah, they might have just flew to Texas and then was like, <laughs> man, it's you, you crazy in space. Away, like there's there's no, they're just going to Texas. They are. Well, I'm saying because if you see a plane, Cape Canaveral. You you see a plane and it's gone. It, it gets you get little. It gets little. It gets little. So this gets disappeared. No, it, it, well, you know what I'm saying. If you watch a plane long enough, it's gonna disappear. They also have cameras on the liftoffs, most of them, and you can see the the heat coming off of the aircraft, the spacecraft too. That's something that you shouldn't watch. It's pretty cool. I and I love I've uh, the OmniMax in St. Louis. We went to space on one of them. Uh, the you, have you ever been in the OmniMax with yep. the big screen? Mm-mm. Feels like you actually flying in space there. Center. And I've been or the science center. Yeah, I've been on that journey. Um, I just don't. You, I'm telling you, it's not gonna happen. Not, sure, <laughs> it's, it just can't. So all the sign. I just need to have somebody go up there. 
Tell me. <laughs> it's got to be you. It has to be because you're the. Uh, I've seen enough evidence that we've left. We've left what I would think you are calling out of bounds. We've <laughs> <laughs> left. Yeah. I mean, we have we have three dimensional maps of Mars. I'm not saying that humans went there, but if I think if we can get stuff there, then humans can get pretty out, far outside of that influence of Earth. Well, they sent. Uh, I can't remember right around the time of the quote-unquote original moon landing they sent a rocket or something into space it's still traveling now right now to this day they have communication with it but what they did was they created a record Mm -hmm. and they sent along a player along with the record so if anybody were to discover this they could play it with instructions on how to play it as well in 50 to 100 different languages it was recording the like sounds of earth symphonies mm-hmm. a baby crying yes just natural sounds of Jimmy humans yeah a playlist mm-hmm. voyager was the mission and it's still going and they have mm-hmm. communication with it and i believe it's so far gone that we couldn't send anything now to catch it no oh no no yeah no yeah what do you mean by that? It's inf- it's going. It's into outside space. of like, like floating. It's outside of what we call the solar system. <laughs> okay, right. Okay. It's, it is. It's the. It will it's be. Gone. It will be the furthest traveling man-made object, and okay. t- until we get to a point which I think is really far away, and we can manipulate. It's out of bounds. Space time. It's way out of bounds. <laughs> it's way out of bounds. It's, 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 out, it's out of bounds. That is out of bounds. They, they put is. a map of our solar system on it because they knew it would get that far. So you, I mean, I don't know how much I agree with them saying, Hey, we're right here. Um, but they did this, this, they put a picture of the solar system and pretty much arrows to which planet. <laughs> like the mall. <laughs> oh, oh, dude. We are here. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. a lot of scientists disagreed with it when they did it, because if that is ever found by any intelligent, intelligent, life anything form. here, the, they come, man. <laughs> But um, but no, hopefully, hopefully, if they understand music and they understand math and stuff like that, and they've developed the ability to move from planet to planet or from star to star, they're not coming to hurt us, dude. They they understand life and how few and far between it is. But and if that's true, they've already mastered whatever we have going on. Exactly. For sure. And and if you are traveling from star to star, a lot of a lot of even extremely smart people are ten thousand times smarter than I think that. This is what they're coming for. If I'm going from star to star, I can make this very easily. So planet Earth is like Facebook. <laughs> in a way. Yeah. 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 If they're if they're coming for water or whatever resources, how did they get here? You don't think that they could make it on right. the way? Are you serious? Yeah. Like, why would they need to take ours? It's simple. Yeah. To, it, to, to it anything is. that would ever... Yeah, stumble wow. upon we're, us. We're pretty sure that water is necessary for most things. So. I, I want to meet the me that comes from there. So you're talking Ooh. about like alternate universe, like alternate yeah. out of bounds. Come on, <laughs> out of bounds. Time. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> you think there's another you? I I don't. But bizarro. Time. I honestly, I honestly <laughs> don't. No, there's a there's an entire legitimate side of science that thinks that 
all of the possibilities of what's going on are simultaneously happening and you just happen to be experiencing this particular one. So, I, I, I want to meet that me. But you're getting into theoretical <laughs> stuff. It's, it's, that's very heady stuff. It's string theory <laughs> and all that. Crazy I, stuff. I, I, I don't. That's I, that deep pot choke, bro. Yeah, I don't. I still I don't believe that. But oh no, I don't. I, yeah. It's it's theoretical physics. Yeah, theory. it's very much a theory. I, <laughs> but I mean, how cra- how work. crazy would that be if you if we had a invasion of other intelligence? I don't think it's that crazy. I think it's crazy yeah, that we're here I, in the first place, dude. If you really take a step back and think about the fact that we are on a tiny rock flying through nothingness around a hot ball of gas. Wait, we shouldn't even be here, dude. <laughs> What's the chance of you b- being here being as a human? No, like, being born. Not yes. to be nasty, but you know how many sperm had the same chance of you being here? when you were conceived and it just happened to be you right people don't think about that they want in a billion chance of, of you being you and so it, i think there's very little outside of the realm of possibility once you get once you have a deeper understanding of your environment and how stuff works because if you know how it works you know how to manipulate it and if you can manipulate it then where does it stop your own limitation Ooh. and your materials that you can use spoken that earlier today. It doesn't matter. Hey, Canyon, they they think it matters right now. That's what I'm saying is it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying is none of it matters. No. That's what I'm trying to that's what I'm trying to let you know is like it's not yeah. I I just uh, I, I it's done. Mm. It's for a while. Mm. So, so are you of the mindset that everything that is ever done, never said, ever experienced by a human being will exist and will cease to exist on Earth? Say that again. Do you think that, are you of the mindset that everything that ever is, ever was, ever was thought, ever was created by humans will only exist and cease to exist on planet Earth? Or do you think that human culture will find its way to other parts of space I, I definitely think <clears throat> like the Voyager mission when you consider that our culture getting yeah out there I, I don't I don't think about it like that just because of my personal belief sure maybe there's been more than one of these worlds earths maybe this isn't the first earth with Humans, maybe this is the sixteenth. Sure, who knows? Some people believe that. You know, so time. to me, that that's where I'm coming at with the whole out of bounds. Like, there's boundaries, and even to get to a spiritual level, there's laws you have to abide by to get to the spiritual side, and the spiritual mm-hmm. side has laws. To get to this side. Sure. So, I I think about it like, maybe this isn't the first time there's been an earth. Maybe this is the, this could be the 15th. I don't know. None Mm. of it is, can be 100% proven. It's history. You know, it's, 
Your but, history but, is but, different. But, so. but there's things that you say that actually can be proven. And you say that sentence like they can't be. I'm and it saying does, and I'm, it has been. Not and I'm not speaking on space. I'm just saying that sentence in general is a problematic side picker. Maybe it is. I I'm just telling that's where I'm coming from. Mm. That is my perspective on this topic. So I got to I mean maybe I have no problem with say accepting that I could be wrong on this issue. I know that. But it's just where I'm at. Is <clears throat> as, as far as that. So we got to get you to space, man. I think I, that's you got to get me I to space. I think a, 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 a first step before that is you see in New York, Uber helicopters. Uber helicopters? You can mm-hmm. get an Uber yeah. helicopter. <clears throat> yep. They just upped the game. Or take a Who's flight. Who's flying yeah, these flight, actual pilots? I would imagine so, yes. Because <laughs> you just can't be jetsing it around up there. Like, I got, I, I got a lot the of... trial period. I got a lot of... to the second <laughs> phase of it. I, I got a lot of money. I'm just trying now. to fly my new helicopter. Mm. Hey, you, that's, a, that's a flex, though. You know, like, hey, take somebody rooftop. We going to dinner over there now. It's a weird flex, up. but okay. That's Double abortions. <laughs> Hey, Antonio Brown showed up to practice in the helicopter. helicopter yeah. So it's well, you see how that turned out for him. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cats be stunned. Because outside of emergency transportation for health reasons, why would you need a to a pull up in the helicopter? Yeah. Mm. Was so did, really did Iron Man or did a villain? Iron Man always pulls up in a hell in, in some in a suit. <laughs> so uh, yes, avoiding traffic. Will, Wilson Fisk will pull up in a helicopter. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it, you're you're a certain type of guy pulling up in any helicopter. You're an angel investor. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling up in a helicopter. For bro, sure. Like, <laughs> that's extra flex. Yeah. Like, bro, I just pulled up on, yeah, took the helicopter. She was loving me. Mm. <laughs> what? Mm. You have this planned out. Oh, well. Now, would you do that? I don't think I would ever do that. I'm not that type. Would you ride in a helicopter? I've had dream. I've had dreams of me riding in helicopters, and I was nervous the whole time. In your dream, you were nervous. What? (laughs) This is real. It feels real. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm not a heights guy at all. Not a heights guy, or not a fall. Couldn't tell. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is it it heights or falling? Cause there is a difference. Like I don't, I don't mind heights, but the idea of falling I, I, is terrifying. I, my my palms get sweaty. Oh, okay, so it's heights. Yeah, like okay. I, it's the climb. I, to me, it's not like I really want to go to the top of the the Will Willis Tower. Okay, I want to do that, but how much? Like if it was five dollars, I'd do it. Start at the arch. 
No, but it's like forty. It ain't like thirty dollars to go to the top of the Willis Tower. I don't know. I'm. I'm. That's it's the price of the heights. It's the, it's it's a combination <laughs> of the high, high prices. Just 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 <laughs> go to the uh, start at the the St. Louis Arch because it's cheap. Um, it's How much does close. it cost to go up there? I think it's like a six. Start at the bucks. giant slide. I do. Stay I, I, it's a good way to break yourself. I in. can and I, just hey. walk up that zone. <laughs> In the sky ride. I've, I'm good enough to go. I've been to the top of the Hilton. I I do live in Springfield. Oh, the, the glass, the glass eye, the glass joints. Yes, I took okay. the elevator and I looked out. <laughs> I looked out. Have you been to the restaurant and looked out? Yes. Mm, okay. The top, yeah. tippy top. Yeah. So mm. I've, I'm not. Did you lean on the glass? Okay. No, no, you know, I'm not crazy. This is why I say the arch. It's a good way to break yourself in because if you go on a windy day, you'll feel oh, it. And see, that's you'll not, sway. That's I'm not cool with you're that. You're not going anywhere, dude. It's been staying. You're still in bounds. You're still in bounds. Yeah, you're in bounds. You know? Just a little contact. Yeah. My body. Rubber is racing. <laughs> will not survive uh, the fall. Not the fall, but you no. could be at that height in the open and you'd be fine. Have you, like, going it's to the, the arch, windy. looking up at the arch, it's om- like maybe it's me. But it's almost overwhelming, like standing under the arch and looking under it like, golly, that like, so maybe that's already me freaking out about the height. This explains last podcast in the last 30 minutes. Mm. Hey. It does. Really, it does, though. It's the, it, like I said, and I said at the very beginning, it's your survival instinct. Yes, you did. Mm-mm. Hey. And and they're strong. No, it's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing. They're it strong. Is. And, and and we were talking about survival instincts. Also, this week was the uh, the verdict on the Amber Geiger uh, case. Yeah. Um, if yep. if yep. the listeners don't know, um, I'm not sure of the year, but it was relatively within the last year or two. Um, a police officer, Amber Geiger, mistakenly thought she went into her own apartment and she was in another apartment and killed um I believe his name is Boham Jean Botham Jean Botham Botham Jean 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 um and they gave her she was found guilty she she received 10 years um one of the things that was kind of puzzling to me wasn't the time that she got but how she was kind of treated by mm. the the judge and the the other cop in the is it it's not a bailiff is it um, the police yeah. officer that was there yeah. court, I, think it, I think it was court the court officer, officer. the court, court officer yeah. the court officer came over and wiped the tears off her face brushed her hair brushed her, her hair, hair. Mm-hmm. got her together the judge came from off the bench. Handed her a Bible, you know, offered her some advice personally. Gave her a task. The next 30 days, you need to study this. I saw even further into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gave her a hug and everything. I heard I heard the brother of the, the guy who was uh, killed. He went up and hugged her. And said that he forgave her. Mm. He did, and from my understanding, that set the tone for all of what yeah. I just spoke on. Right. That I man, I I couldn't even imagine. I 
can't even imagine being that the woman. You know, I, it takes a lot of strength to do something like that. A lot of courage. Which woman? Or I mean, the the officer because the, the judge was oh, a woman. Oh, okay. Yeah, the officer who you know killed the, killed the guy. yeah. Oh, I, okay, okay. That would Amber. Yeah, I can't even imagine how somebody you know how you would feel. It's like you just you just thought wrong. You know, I I don't know. One of the, yeah, and one of the things I can't imagine is. Carrying a weapon every day, and I wasn't there. But physical violence isn't a threat to your life. Police officers shoot to kill, they don't wound you, they kill you even when you're unarmed. From what I heard, he was eating cereal on his couch watching TV. So, what kind of threat did he pose for you to immediately pull your, your weapon? And it's also my understanding that she had to pass through a room to get to where he was. And the furniture arrangement in that room was completely different from hers. There's also instances of her using, um, if I'm not mistaken, racist language when talking about the assassination assassination of Martin Luther King. And also talking about other officers within her precinct. Um, I... I think this was murder. I think she meant to kill the gentleman. Um, But I also don't disagree with them treating her like a human being during the trial and after she was sentenced because we can still show people who don't deserve it compassion. And I think that's what separates us from them. That's real. I did not know the other. I didn't know all the other stuff about uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of really weird stuff about the story that um, that once I heard I was like okay there's no question she for some reason we I don't know why wanted to Took kill the opportunity that guy. yeah and it's just weird um, I hope she gets the help that she needs because I I think she very obviously needs it um, yeah and yeah she didn't give any kind of CPR life saving. Um, aid to the guy after she realized what she'd done. Um, she Instead of calling the police, she called her partner first and talked about it, mm. um, which is another thing that makes me question her, not only sensibility, but her intent. Um, so I think without question, she she's a murderer. But again, you know, that doesn't mean we can't treat her with compassion. It takes a lot of strength and courage for the, the victim's brother to go up and wow. hug her like that. That, that, was that, that's going to be the thing that she, that's going to be the thing that she remembers the most like right well that's nice. that, and it's for him it wasn't for her to feel better it's for him to it, feel better oh yeah it's I think definitely that's what people need to understand that's, that's, it's definitely for him, him that's what the go. young man did in South Carolina whose mother uh, died at the prayer meeting in the church mm. the, the young man who was yeah. a baseball player yeah. yeah he healed the city with his his compassion for what happened because that's what his mother would have wanted exactly when it could have been a powder keg and blew the whole city up in a region and started you know because that's what they're doing right now they're kind of rioting over the situation and the brother and the family was calling against that right you know saying you know this is our situation we're, we're right. healing this way because one way for them to to heal is to forgive exactly and you can't you just can't harbor that 
it, it happened. It's a fact. She got 10 years. There's so many situations where they get no years. Right. She got 10 years. And we're going to write about she got 10 years. Yeah. Five, I mean, you know. Five with good behavior. So it's like. You know. So, I mean, you know, it's. It is what it is. You go through the system and. But what we can't do is let all these other things continue to jump off of off of that action. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, because I, I, I do believe if we're not far from something like that just popping off, like especially with the whole, you know, Trump saying the things that he's doing. Civil and, War talk and, yeah. All it takes is one instance. We're, we saw we're, LA. We're on defense, uh, you know, as a as a whole in America. So you know, that changes everything. We hold it together before we go out of bounds. Mm-hmm. Straight up, yeah, for sure. Because I mean, that's real. That's that can be throw everything off of out of bounds real quick, like. You know, even that OJ case. What I keep, we keep talking about that. That that could have been out of bounds quickly. And this you know, is so intentional danger field. That those type of things uh, heal the you know heal everybody if you really think about it. Absolutely. Yeah, it is a it it it's it's very remarkable to see because I. I don't know if I could do the same if given this the same circumstance to have the type of compassion to embrace somebody that has changed my life in such a way. So I do commend and have the utmost respect for anybody that's able to do that in those times. Guys, we've got crazy times ahead of us. There's always an ever-changing world. There's problems that arise. There's problems that come up in life. You got to make the right decisions. Each time to make a decision is the right time to make the right decision. Jordan Crawford, it was, a, again, it was a amazing having you by, um, speaking on the 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 in-depth to the, the vaping, to... Taking Todd back out of bounds. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I appreciate you coming by the podcast. It's always fun having you by. You're welcome anytime. I appreciate that. Thank you. It's it's always a blast to talk with you guys. Um, great ideas here. Great minds. And it's always wonderful to share those. 